Welcome to the Political Deactivist Podcast. Now, this is the first one. So listen as I stumble my way around and haphazardly try and articulate what I've been thinking about political issues of today. Now, what a culture we have created. Did you see all those Black Friday videos with all the people swarming into the store? Oh, sorry. Uh, Let me restart. Look, this is my first one. Did you see those videos of people looting the Nike store and the Target? What a culture we've created. It's exactly the same, except they weren't paying for the items, just pushing each other over, stealing stuff. This kind of, this, oh, disgusting. Really disgusting. I don't understand the looting and the rioting. I, I really don't. But I understand the protest. I think there's a distinction there, and I think before I even move on any further, I think there's a massive distinction between the people protesting and the people rioting. From what I've heard and from what I've read, about 90% of people are peacefully protesting, and there are about 10% who are rioting and burning stuff and stealing stuff. And so I don't think we should throw out the message of the protesters because of the action of the rioters. That needs to be said. The other thing that needs to be said is that I don't even understand what the protesters want. A lot of the videos, people will say, look, we're not going to stop until everyone knows George Floyd's name and until justice is served. That sounds great, but what justice are you talking about? Because all of the cops were fired, they're awaiting prosecution, and the governor of Minnesota has already said that there's going to be a civil rights investigation into the police department of Minnesota to see if there's any systemic racism involved. But perhaps it's the whole system that needs to be changed, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But first of all, I want to say I'm not uh, defending the police at all. And people who do, they'll say things like, oh, look, that's an anomaly. That police officer who had his knee on the back of George Floyd's throat, that was an anomaly. And that doesn't represent the majority of police officers. And I'll say, okay, look, I tend to agree, but what does represent the majority of police officers are the three other officers who are watching it happen. Okay, standing by and watching this man be killed. And look, you might say, oh, oh look, they, they, they weren't really watching. They were stopping the crowd from, uh, from, from bombarding them. It's like, look, no, watch the video. You can see they clearly saw what was going on. And they didn't do anything, like anything. They couldn't like tap on his shoulder and be like, oh, look, mate, have a calm down. I'll take this one. He's already handcuffed. I'll put him in the car. No, they couldn't do that. They couldn't say, look, we, are you having a bad day? Take a, take a step back. Any number of things they could have done, but they didn't. So I wish that these protests were about stopping police brutality full stop and rolling back the powers of the police. But unfortunately, because the protesters... Oh, sorry, look, I'm, I'm going against my, my own rule. Because the looters and the arsonists have been burning down private businesses that had nothing to do with what happened, uh, unfortunately, I think the police are going to be given more power. And look, they've already sent the army in. So I was like, oh, yeah, you want uh, uh, less police brutality? Well, now you've got the army involved. Let's see how that pans out. It just doesn't make sense that it's like, okay, police brutality, racism, therefore burn down the Target and the Nike store. That just does not make sense. That's not going to make your community any better. Now, people always wonder why, 
you know, groceries are more expensive in poor areas compared to rich areas, it's because the insurance and the security is so much more expensive in these areas. So what you'll find is after these riots, things are going to be so much more expensive in these already poor areas. And that's going to be way worse for the community. And when people are poorer, crime goes up. Like, you know, there's a there's a strong correlation there. So, look, this is not going to help the community. And we've already seen how much more powers the police have been given. And as I said, the army has already come in. Look, I think people need to know exactly what they're fighting for and then fight for it. Uh, and do it in, I guess, more clever ways. But we can talk about that another time. I mean, burning buildings to the ground. Look, yeah, you've made your point, but I think it's actually going against your objective. So is the goal of the protest to eliminate racism somehow in America or to eliminate systematic racism perhaps from institutions in America? Okay, that is a, that's a worthy goal. But again, the problem at the moment, and it could be caused by the 10% of, uh, of rioters and looters and not the actual protesters, the problem is that there has been a lot of crime and a lot of violence going on which is going to cause more division. Uh, we saw a white store owner, a lady trying to defend her store from being looted, uh, being beaten by a bunch of looters. Uh, and we also saw a white lady in a wheelchair being beaten again by a bunch of uh, rioters. Uh, and also they got a fire extinguisher and blew it all over her. Apparently she had a knife, but you know you don't see the start of the video. Maybe she was being a horrible person, but really, does that merit what they did to her? If it's about stopping racism and stopping violence against, I guess, any race, then I don't think their aims are going to be met. I don't think their goals are going to actually be met in a tangible way because I think people watching this, watching these videos, are actually going to be more divided. That's a really sad thing. They're so close to getting to the core of the issue, but they're just missing it. And it's annoying because... If anyone's played golf before, you know that, you know, you can have the perfect golf swing, but if you're an inch off, if your wrist isn't like a tiny, tiny bit rotated to the left, the ball is going in the sandpit. You have to be really precise in what the problem is and how to fix it. And I don't think the problem is racism or systematic racism. I think, and this is just what I think, and I, I could be wrong. I think the problem is the system in and of itself. I think the problem lies within the institution of policing and state policing. I'm going to link to an article in the description or in the show notes that show that the police aren't actually obliged to protect you, even though in the United States their motto is to protect and serve. In New South Wales, their motto is uh, uh, punishment comes quickly after crime. So their motto is actually punishment rather than protecting. But at least, look, we're not under the illusion that they're trying to protect us. So I think the problem is the institution itself. I think the problem is amplified by racist people who enter that institution, but it doesn't take away the fact that they have the powers to begin with. I don't know whether the police officers in this instance were racist, but look, if you want to say that, that's fine. I don't, I don't really have a problem with it. Like, what, are you going to destroy their character? Their character has already been destroyed by their actions. But the problem I have with the protests is that they're just protesting on racial lines when really it should be about police brutality and police officers in this institution that gives them a monopoly on violence. 
because if it's just about race, then you have to you have to take out of the equation all of the instances in which police officers have used their force excessively against citizens. It's actually much more dangerous in the United States to call the police when you have a member of your family going through a mental health crisis. Like if if you've got a member of your family who's vulnerable and they have mental health issues and they're having an outburst, the most dangerous thing you can do is call the police. That's not a race thing. That is a police issue. That's the institution's issue. It's not about trying to eliminate this intangible thing called racism. It's about trying to limit the amount of state power, trying to get rid of the monopoly on violence in which they have. And I don't think the protests are doing this. In fact, I think by burning the police station to the ground, which I was like, you know, silently clapping about, even though, you know, non-aggression of principle and all of that cool stuff. But it's just going to give them more power. I mean, you've got the army there now. What did you expect? So if you're going to protest, protest against the police themselves. Protest against the state. I think the writing has been so bad because this is the pendulum swinging the other way. I think people are so fed up with the mainstream corporate-sponsored media. People are so fed up with the state forcing them to stay at home because of COVID-19 and being scared out of their brains that if they leave their house, their grandma's going to die. They've been so scared, so untrusting of the government and the media that now any excuse, they'll go and burn buildings to the ground. I think this is the pendulum swinging the other way. I don't think if people were allowed to make choices regarding their own safety and able to go to work at their own risk and, and, you know, protecting the elderly and the vulnerable at their own volition, I don't think that there'd be rioting and burning buildings to the ground today. I think it's just a reflection of people's attitudes at the moment and distrust of uh, the authority, uh, figures of authority. I think I'll quickly address the conspiracies as well. There's one going around that uh, a lot of the rioters and looters are actually undercover police officers. And we saw the video of the man with the gas mask and he's wearing all black and he has a black umbrella like he just stepped out of a Fortnite match and he's smashing windows with a hammer. Now, for that to be true, uh, I, I mean, it could be true. It could totally be true that he was an undercover police officer. But the fact is that all the damage he could do would be smashing windows. I mean, the 20,000 people looting Target and looting Nike and burning buildings to the ground were not all undercover police officers. They just don't have those kind of numbers. They were citizens. They were upset citizens. And they shouldn't have been doing that. So look, look, maybe they lit the spark that um, started the fire, but I don't think so. If people were just responsible, they could just walk past those broken windows and be like, eh, without actually going in and stealing things. The other thing I want to address is that during the whole COVID thing, which people seem to be kind of getting over, I'm sorry for that positive there, people seem to be kind of getting over this whole COVID stuff. During that time, they were doing government tracking apps and all of that kind of stuff for your own safety, and we're not going to use it for anything else. Well, guess what? Now they're using it on the protesters. It didn't take them very long. I guess one of the lessons you could take out of this is that never, ever, 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 ever sacrifice freedom for safety. Never sacrifice your liberties for safety. Oh, it's just keeping people safe and making sure they're not infected with this disease. 
oh, well, look, now I can't protest the state because if I do, they'll know everyone I ever talked to about my ideas. And then that's it, you're done. Now you might say, oh, look, well, they know everything about you anyway and they tracked you anyway. Yeah, but look, I don't have to consent to it. I don't have to make it easy for them. And I don't want it to be illegal for me to use a VPN. I don't want it to be illegal for me to hide my identity. So in conclusion, protesting is good, but protest against the state. Don't burn down private businesses. You're hurting your own community. There's a great video I saw initially on Antisocial Butterfly. Uh, I think it was in the 70s of um, a similar protest and a business owner crying saying, why did you burn my truck? I'm trying to get out of the ghetto too. Why would you take it out on me? Um, there's also a great meme where it's got a king behind his castle and the people are riding up against the king by burning their own buildings to the ground. And that's exactly what we've seen happen. Um, sad but true. Hashtag Metallica. So if you like this, please give us a subscribe, give us a comment, send it to your friends or send it to your enemies if you don't like it. Uh, be sure to watch our movie on Political Deactivist's YouTube page called Another Way, uh, which talks about how we can roll back the state here in Australia and talks about the problems that we're facing. I think there are better ways than burning police stations to the ground to roll back the state. I think there are smarter ways. I think it's just about spreading ideas and just teaching people the way we used to do things and the way we're doing things now and the problems that that's caused. I think that's the best way forward and, you know, it might be a slow process, but, you know, protesting is good, but don't burn down my business. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time.